Lots of people think that there's a war going on today. Science and the Bible. Which one are you going to choose? Make a decision. You can't have both. As we think about that, we have to ask the question, what is it that the Bible claims that may indeed be contrary, contradictory, to what science claims? If we're going to try to deal with this kind of topic, we have to make sure that we understand the claims being made on both sides. Otherwise, we won't be able to assess where we should land. So what is it that we think about when we think about the Bible's claims in Genesis 1 and 2? To, to assess that, we have to make sure that we understand that the Bible is indeed an ancient text. It's not written to us, though it's written for us, but God has communicated through Israelite authors to an Israelite audience in their terms. And it's that communication that we can benefit from as we try to understand the Bible's claims. We shouldn't think that the Bible is going to anticipate our world and our issues and address them either explicitly or subtly. We have to read the text for what it is. So when we come to Genesis 1, for instance, we have to ask the question, what kind of origins account is this? After all, you could do uh, a number of different approaches uh, to try to understand origins. And so we have to figure out what origins account they're telling. When I have students uh, come over the house, sometimes they ask us about the place we live in. And I could uh, address that origins question by telling them about how the house was built. It's electricity, it's plumbing, it's roof, it's foundation, it's siding. I could talk about the house story. That's a legitimate origins story. But that's probably not what they want. Alternatively, I could tell them the home story. That is, how this house became our home. And talk to them about making it our home. That also is an origin story. And it's probably the one they want to hear, that they're more interested in, that's more important. When we read the Israelite account in Genesis 1, we have to ask the question, same kind of question. Would they be interested in the house story? How the cosmos was constructed by God? Because of course it was constructed by God and they know that and we know that. But do they want the house story? Or are they interested in a different origin story? The home story. The home story is about how this world was tailored for us by a loving creator God who wants to be in relationship with us. A home story would talk about how God himself intended to make this cosmos his home as well, where he can relate to us. The home story is an important origin story that has significant theology connected to it. And so we would have to ask the question, which origin story are they telling? What do they want to know about? Theologically, the home story is extremely important. And we find that most of the cosmologies in the ancient world focus on a home story. A home story talks about 
how the world is ordered and how it functions, what role and purpose it has. And those kinds of things were important in the ancient world and frankly, they're important to us as well. The fact that we have molecules and atoms and quarks and supernova and expanding universe, I mean, that's of interest and it's important for us to understand. But in the end, what we really want to know is God's involvement in this world and how he made it a place for us to relate to him. And so that origin story that we find in Genesis is an origin story that is focused on theology, not so much on science. As such, the claims that it's making may be claims that have more to do with theology than with science. If in Genesis 1 we have a home story rather than a house story, then even something like the seven days is not something about the material cosmos. Rather, it might talk about how the cosmos became sacred space. For instance, when they built a temple in the ancient world, they took a long time building the actual structure. And that structure was being prepared to be a residence for God. It was being prepared to be a home. But first they have to build the house. When they get to the stage that all of the preparation, all of the material building is done, it's still just a house. It's not a temple. It's not a home. But then they have a temple inauguration ceremony in which the house becomes a home. And you would find the origins of the home, that story, in the inauguration, the dedication, rather than in the long process of quarrying stone and building furniture. And when we look at it that way, we realize that those inauguration and dedication ceremonies that we have in the Bible and that we have throughout the ancient Near East those home stories, those inauguration of sacred space stories, often take place in seven days. As a result, it would be no surprise that in Genesis 1, we have a home story that's structured in a seven-day sequence. And at the end of it, God rests, which means that he's done ordering it as a home, as sacred space, and therefore he takes up his residence and his reign in that sacred space. And that's the kind of origin story that has deep theological meaning for us and would have been the kind that the Israelites were likely to tell. Music